Happy Thursday, everybody. The episode you're going to hear today is part one of a longer discussion that we recorded on communication. In this episode, we're going to cover what effective communication is all about. In part two, which will come out next week, we'll give you some tips on how to improve the various aspects of communication. As always, we thank you for the support and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. My name is Brian Montgomery. And to my left is my esteemed host, co-host. Uh, Eric Kelly, I don't know about esteemed, but uh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and today we have a guest. It's actually our first guest on the show. Yes. Glad to be the first one. Tell him your name, man. My name is Mayan Morgan. Okay, and we'll give you a little bit more information about our guests here in a little bit. But first, let's take care of some business as usual. If this is your first time listening to the show, just a little bit about us. We try to change the way that you think and approach your career by focusing on two things, mindset and action. We also give practical tips and advice to help you navigate the various situations and challenges that may arise in the workplace. Social media, you can find us at our various social media places, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at This Is BTC. If you hadn't figured out by now, BTC stands for Beyond the Cubicle. Clever. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Y'all want to give a special shout out to my hometown. Greenville, Mississippi. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, I think last week they started streaming our episodes on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at WDSV 91.9 FM. Thursdays at 5 p.m. So if you're in the local area in Greenville, Mississippi, you can either catch us here on the podcast or if you're driving in your car, Hey, turn to 91.9 FM on Thursdays at 5 p.m., and you can hear us there, too. That's nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and we we really appreciate the support, and we'd appreciate it if you support that local radio station as well. All right, let's get into the meat of it for today. Today's topic is communication. And actually, I'll qualify it a little bit. Effective communication. Mm-hmm. That's important. It's important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Let's give the audience a little bit of information on our guest here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mine, mine is actually a good friend of ours. You know, I think we've known each other pretty much almost from the time we got here, so it's about almost seven years now. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. And he's so well-spoken. So well-spoken. Yes. Yes. I practice from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I practice. Stand in front of a mirror and just... And just go for it. <laughs> just go. So mine is a graduate of Texas Southern University, what, which what? is... Go Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Texas Southern University, which is here in um, Houston, Texas. What are some oh, some other notable alumni from Texas Southern? Notable. We have Michael Strahan. Yes. He's on Good Morning America. Good Morning America. I heard of him once. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. We have, uh, let's see. Kirk Whalen. Kirk Whalen. Yeah, if, oh. if, if you're into gospel jazz, Yolanda a lot of people Adams. know Kirk Whalen. Okay. Yolanda Adams? Yolanda Adams. She went there. I don't know if she graduated there. But she, she, she went she to She did attend. True. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. And um, so you have you have a degree in speech communication. Speech communications. Mm-hmm. And you're also the CEO and owner. I 
and CEO and founder, I like that term better. Yes. Of uh, Eclectic Perceptions Public Relations. Yes, yes. It, real quick, f- for the people, because I think people hear PR and they just think spin artists <laughs> most of the time. Just <laughs> be real. Right. But I, but I want to give people um, just real briefly, just like what what technically is public relations and just kind of what what do you guys do on a day-to-day basis? So when you think about public relations or the masses, they think of narratives Mm -hmm. and, you know, how do I create this story or this storyline? But really, public relations is just in its name, public and relations, building relationships with your public. And my public may be different from your public. It's um, who's target audience for whatever it is that you're specifically doing. Um, And that could be professionally or socially, intimately, whoever it is that you're trying to convey a message to. And as a PR practitioner, our job is to manage and facilitate those relationships, um, helping the like the exposure that you were speaking of, helping create exposure was for just, whatever the brand is or whatever the company or organization is trying to do, what's in their public. I was just about to say, that sounds like the mm-hmm. E in pies. That is, is yes. Um, so let's hop into it, man. Hey, hey, Let, let's 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 jump into it. The importance of good communication in work and in life. E, let's start off with you. Thoughts on that? I made this joke about my aunt being so well spoken. Right. And I will say, a few months ago, I did a seminar, and you always want to ask, you know, feedback. So we give out feedback sheets, and one of the feedback sheets came in, and it said, "He's so well spoken." And uh, the only thing I drew from that is that someone went through a whole seminar mm-hmm. and they were more impressed about my ability to communicate, mm. maybe even more than the material. Mm. If that had gone the other way, even though the content was where it was supposed to be. Yes. right. But if it had gone the other way and they had perceived that I wasn't well-spoken, right? then what would they have thought about the whole... And, of course, I looked down to see what the score was. You know, right. I want to know, did I get a 10 out of 10? I have an ego, too, <laughs> yeah. you know. All right. um, well, we all do. Yes, but, yes. but that point jumped out. I said the content was killer. Mm-hmm. But their point, their second point on the feedback sheet was being well-spoken. Right. I know sometimes I'm not, because I call you guys late in the evening. I don't really care about how well-spoken <laughs> I am. It's knowing your audience. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Thoughts? Um, I have a a little saying that I like to attribute my effective communication. It's the act, the art, and the science of communication. Um, it's broken down into three points. The act is just basically going through the motions of communications. Um, but then you have the art, and that's the manner in which you convey your message. Um, And then the science is what it is, the science behind that art, you know, finding little specific nuances so then that way you can be more effective at what it is that you're trying to do. Um, And I believe if you apply those three things, effective communication is going to follow. Communication to me is like a big thing because oftentimes as humans and if we've learned from previous episodes, I just like saying that word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes as humans, like we walk around with so much in our minds and with so much expectations on other people. 
But sometimes, you know, those expectations that are not communicated can get us in trouble. Uh-huh. And that's in life and at work. Definitely in relationships, like if you're not communicating the things that are in your head, then how can you expect the other person to understand what it is that you're going through, understand what it is that you need, understand what it is to kind of help better the relationship from your standpoint, right? You have to communicate it. At work is the same thing. If there's something that I want, I can't just sit there and... Uh, just kind of sit on my thoughts and expect the other person through Jedi mind tricks or whatever else, right, to just understand what's in my head <laughs> and and kind of give it to me. Prime example, if I would like to move up the ladder, uh, if uh-huh. I would like to be pulled up the ladder, uh-huh. which is what we talk about here, you don't climb the ladder, you get pulled up. Pulled up. If I would like to be pulled up the ladder, I need to communicate that in some way. I can't just walk into work do my my job every day and just sit there and be like, all right. Magic happens. It's got to come. <laughs> it's coming. You know what I'm saying? We have to communicate it. Yeah. Now, on the other side of that, although we communicate it, it may not turn out our way, but the point is we have to be able to express the things that are in our minds in a way that is received the way that they should be, whether it's positive feedback or negative feedback, to a person or person's in our life and at work. A point that I would even make um, as far as being effective in your communication Mm -hmm. um, with what you were talking about is being specific. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, because I could want to be pulled up the corporate ladder and I voice it to certain people around me, but I really don't voice it to who I need to voice it Uh, to or how I need to voice uh, it. uh, I just kind of sit there and then, you know, I don't get pulled up, mm -hmm. but now I'm starting to sulk because they're not pulling me up. Well, I'm still communicating non-verbally, and I might be sending a completely different message to the important people, which may send me backwards as opposed to forward. Right. Um, Effective communication. E, like, what, 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 what would you say? A word that pops out for me is Mm -hmm. persuasion. Let me, let me. Here's here's how what hits me. When we're at work, usually, if I am the supervisor or the manager. Mm I'm attempting to persuade my direct reports to go a certain direction. Yes. If it's peers, I'm trying to persuade them or enroll them into joining me in a certain action. Mm -hmm. And if it's a boss, I'm generally trying to persuade him or her to follow a certain course of action. Now, a little different sell because they have the veto vote on which way that goes. So am I clear and concise? Spot on. Am I talking about... Am I able to describe the end result? Mm. Uh, I think about when we go to stores. Yeah. Man, the salespeople are incredible. Communicate. They're, they, they're incredible. Yes, yes. But they got one thing on their mind. Get, get some money say, out of your wallet. Yeah. And so there, there needs to be a goal. If I'm talking to a family member and I want them to know I love them, I'm persuading again. I want yes. you to understand my feelings. I love you. I may not try to move you around the chessboard, but there's a reason for it. So I think we kind of have to focus on what are the goals mm, of mm. the of the communication. So you know how my mind works. <laughs> what Slight tangent. Okay. What's the difference between persuasion and manipulation? <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one down. I would, I would say... I'm going to let you have that I would say the intent... Um, Um, So when you have a 
manslaughter versus murder. Mm. A person is still dead. Mm-hmm. However, one, you didn't mean to kill them. Mm-hmm. Just kind of was the situation. And the other one, you purposefully were trying to end that person's life. Um, so I would say the intent in which you convey that message. I like gotcha. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So communication to me, and, and we've kind of touched on it, but here, here's a way to kind of make sure that, you know, it's expressed. Communication has multiple aspects. Verbal, which everybody pretty much knows, right? It's right. probably one of the first things that come to mind when you think about communicating, mm-hmm. right? Then there's the written, and that that's clear. Hey, I'm going to send a text message. I'm sending a uh, email, mm-hmm. right? I don't, don't know how many people write letters anymore unless you're kind of <laughs> somebody's in the pen or something. But then, overseas. Oh, right. oh, overseas. Overseas. Yeah. But you can still text. <laughs> <laughs> so Everybody you write letter to is not in the penitentiary, right? That's another show. We're not doing that one today. All right. All right. Uh, Technology is real. Right. But but I, th- I think the part that we we might not think about often enough as effectively communicating is the nonverbal communication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our body language, our our eyes, you know, hand gestures. And that that is the greater aspect of communication. Mm-hmm. You probably communicate maybe 75% non-verbally and the other is your verbal and other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even when you're communicating verbally, you're still communicating non-verbally, whether it's the position in which you stand, it's mm-hmm. the tone in which you're speaking, it's the tempo in which you're speaking, mm-hmm. um, it's the gestures that you apply to your verbal communication. Right. All of those things play into creating the environment for your message to be conveyed, um, which speaks volumes to your message being received as you're intending it versus how they perceive it. Here, here's the situation, and, and this is this is something that I have become increasingly aware of in meetings um, over the past year or so. Mm. My arms being folded when I'm sitting in a meeting. Nah. Like I, th- I think I read somewhere one time that like what that conveys is disinterest, or you're or you're closed off. You're closed yeah, off. Yeah, or you're closed you're off. Closed. You know, what you I'm don't saying? like my idea. Either you yeah. don't want something to come in, or you're trying to prevent something from coming out. But most of the time, in my mind, what's happening is that's a comfortable position right now, especially after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be comfortable right now. The itis is kicking. Yeah. And your let's, head is going. Let's, let's put it in, in this aspect. Okay. You have a dog. Yes. And it's feeding time. Yes. Does that dog ever look lethargic or disinterested when it's feeding time? Nah, I do. I, Not mm. at all. <laughs> the dog, when it's feeding time. He's propped up or she's propped up and she's ready to go. She's excited. She hears the bowl. She hears the food ruffling. Um, So when and when you think about information, when there's information that you want, Mm -hmm. you need or Mm -hmm. you want to give, everybody is propped up and excited for it. Now, if it's something that maybe Uh you're not interested in Mm -hmm. or maybe you don't really want to express your feelings about it. You know, wife says, how do I look in this dress? Well, uh, you know, you don't really want to give your true answer. Yeah. You give an answer. But when it's something that you really are fired up about, mm-hmm. there is no closed offness. There's open because you're completely in tune with what's being said or conveyed. E. 
the only answer to how do I look in this dress? Girl, you killing that thing. <laughs> yes, indeed. Come on now. Fire, fire. Just, yeah, yeah. And you need to say it with your hands up oh, to your oh, side. Yes. You, better, you, 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 you need something in your eyes when you say that one. <laughs> yeah. girl, you, are, you are wearing that thing out. Um, I think you, you, I love that analogy. Mm. When it's feeding time and something we want, we're engaged. Yes. So to your point about being engaged, because earlier you were talking about eye contact right, and being right. there in the moment. When you're engaged, it sends a message to me, yes. the speaker. Yes. Like, oh, he's with me on this one. Mm -hmm. So I can see where the folding of the arms goes. Oh, he ain't even feeling this. Okay, so what y'all telling me? Stop folding your it's arms. Is that even though my mind is saying, it's just comfortable, right? Yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah. Subconsciously, I'm disinterested. Subconsciously, yeah. you're disinterested. <sighs> and, and maybe you're not even disinterested. Maybe you actually are interested, mm -hmm. but you're sending the message that you're disinterested mm -hmm. and the perception is greater than the reality because right. if I as maybe I'm going to give you the promotion mm -hmm. but you're crossed and closed off maybe I feel like he don't really want this promotion he's just going through yes. the motions right. so yes. then I give it to the other guy or girl who looks interested yes. Yes. you know it, it, yeah it's crazy man because the beautiful thing about this podcast and I've said it from the beginning Part of part of this whole thing is I'm in the middle of it, yeah, just like yeah. a lot of our listeners. And so, yes, I have insight from my years of experience. Yeah. But I'm also here to learn too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm also here to learn too. So a lot of stuff that we talk about is stuff that um, you know, that yes, everybody's gone through, or it may be stuff that I'm going through right now in, in my own personal situation. Yeah. I, I got a short story. You, Go. you, you went nonverbal, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a real one. Was in this office some years ago. So anybody listening is not gonna be able to connect it. And there were some ladies who were uh, very skilled at sending uh, nonverbal communications to their supervisor uh -huh. that they didn't want to do any work. Now, I can't do the neck thing. Right. But it's like, so the supervisor's walking over with a stack of work. Uh -huh. I promise I heard one of the ladies there's a, I know she's not about to bring me some work. Wow. Now, I'm tripping a little bit because the only place you can do work is work. Is at work. Is at work. The supervisor was not in science. Supervisor says, I do not feel like dealing with an attitude. Right. Mm. So she goes and gives it to the person that never gives her any problem. Not, okay. Mm -hmm. So the person never said, don't bring me any work out loud. Mm -hmm. Their nonverbal was strong. Supervisor was not trying to hear that. Mm -hmm. Supervisor kept giving it to the other person. They had a promotion. Who do you think they gave it to? They gave it to the one who they could rely on. Absolutely. And the one who was basically saying, I know she's not trying to bring me any work, or I know uh, she was upset. And, and I, I bet in that situation, the one who kept getting the work yes. probably didn't want to keep getting extra work, but she continued to communicate, hey, Whatever assignments you have, I can handle it. Right. So if you've got something bigger with yes. more pay, more yes. responsibility, yes. I can handle it. Yes. Yeah. She got yeah. promoted, the check, and the other one's still sitting there. I know she ain't trying to bring me no work. <laughs> no, they're not. They don't try to bring you no check no either. No check either. So, yeah. Oh, uh, man. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on uh, verbal communication and written communication and as it relates to effective communication? 
Yes, I would say um, your verbal communications, I would talk about semiotics. And what basically what that is, is signs and agreeing upon signs. Um, so my family is from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. you know, and they may use certain phrasing that if I used with you, wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Soon come. Soon come. So if, you know, if where I come from, we say that the green light means stop. And where you come from, the green light means go. We're going to have a problem when we get to the intersection. Mm -hmm. So when you think about verbal communication, you want to make sure that the words you're saying are something that the person you're trying to communicate to is going to understand, which means you got to do a little reconnaissance and understand and know who your audience is. So give me give, give me a practical situation based off of what Mayan just said. Give me a practical situation at work where that would come into play. I need to understand, understand my listener. Mm. Now I'm going to tell you what you just threw at me. Yeah. You threw culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so you're doing nice. the Caribbean thing. Yes. And you and, my, you and I might be under the same tan, but you got some cultural differences yes. that, that, that work. So, so, okay, now let's go to work. <laughs> let's make it a practical thing. Okay. Uh, I've, got, I've been blessed to work all over the world. So right. Africa, South America, Middle East, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll all speak English, mm-hmm. but it, it does not mean the same thing. True that. So I can go to work here, uh, even in an office, uh-huh. okay. and I'm speaking English. Now, this is why I ask you, whose responsibility is it to understand yes. what's going on? I'm speaking English. I'm thinking, you know, you should understand this. Right. And you understand the word, but we don't have the same context. The context is totally different. Yeah. So whose responsibility is it? And I would say that the responsibility lies on the sender of the information. Um if I'm sending you a letter, mm-hmm. if I put the incorrect address on it, mm-hmm. well, then it gets to the guy next to you. Well, it's not the guy who I was sending it to to's responsibility to make sure the address is correct. I've got to make sure that it lands to you. Okay. So it's my responsibility as sender to make sure that the encoder, the receiver of that information, That's nice. right. It. And 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 I I would honestly shift a little bit of that responsibility onto the receiver as well because it is all depending on because you said culture depending on the culture that you're walking into mm. whether it be like if you're switching jobs and you're going to a new company or even in your own company and maybe there have been some acquisitions and things like that where leadership mm-hmm. has changed right. or let's let's even boil it down to something that people deal with on a daily basis right let's say you're in your small little group. Mm-hmm. And your supervisor, your manager changes. Well, mm-hmm. the culture of your small little group has also changed now. So now you have to learn the new communication style. So I think it's also up to the receiver to then do some research on how best to to understand the culture that is now created with this new leadership and how best to uh, communicate with the sender. Now, and beautiful point, mm-hmm. because when you think about communication, mm-hmm. It's this constant cycle. Like, it's not a, I send a message to you, and as soon as you get it, then you send it back. Right. As I'm sending it to you, you're sending me a message. So, in that situation that you just uh, depicted there, Mm -hmm. as a person who may be receiving information from a boss who changed, Mm -hmm. immediately I'm now sending the information to the boss. Hey, I'm understanding that the culture is changing. And so I'm ready to accept whatever it is because again, it's that constant work. So the sender and receiver interchange as sender and receiver constantly. So you're right. You're totally right. It's not solely 
the responsibility of the sender, but it is the responsibility of both. I would just lean more towards the sender because they're sending the information, okay. but that sender could be the receiver very shortly after. True. Yeah. Uh, written communication as it relates to effective communication. What are your thoughts, E? I've been in HR for 35 years. Yes. And resumes mm -hmm. have been, um, they have been creating moments of comedy and hilarity <laughs> for uh, HR department for eons. And just for reference, we've done a whole episode yeah. on yeah. resumes, yeah. right? And where where E hilariously <laughs> broke down how someone has actually misspelled <laughs> actually misspelled their own their name, own name. Wow. on a resume. Wow. And I was like, this 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 just cannot yeah. be at all possible. If you want to hear that story, <laughs> go check out episode seven <laughs> of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. So, they were nervous. So and and what happens is there's some there's so much official communication mm. right. at work mm -hmm. that's written. Writing does not yield the same emotion as a verbal communication. Absolutely Correct. not. If you're upset, Correct. I can tell, man. You you can have a vocalized pause. I'm like, oh, I didn't take him off. Yes. Writing is just, I'm reading the words. Yes. So as I'm interpreting what you wrote, <laughs> yo, the words have the power. How often does this happen in life? Okay. Somebody sends you a text message. Your the way that you read the response is yeah. colored by that person. How, yes. Well, one yes. how you feel about that person. <laughs> yeah, totally. And not only how you feel about that person, but any recent dealings right. with that person. Right. Like, let's say at home, right? You and the wife. Okay. And let's just say the communication just when you woke up this morning, just things just wasn't necessarily always on point. Mm -hmm. Correct. So you get a text message later in the day. Mm -hmm. And you're like, huh, uh, you see, she I, mad. I know she wasn't. I, <laughs> no, I know. And that emoji says, what? <laughs> you're just saying, this is like, wait, she, she mad? It's, oh, did, did I do something? I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> Man. And, and then you, later you get home and find out everything was just perfectly fine. fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's, 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 it's similar yeah. in that, too. You're absolutely right. You can't read emotion really in words. No. With with that, and you said a very interesting word, which was interpret. Um, when you think about interpretation, mm -hmm. we can interpret things several different ways. Right. Um, but when you're dealing with communication, written in particular, you want to have comprehension, like mm -hmm. understanding. Um, and when you think about writing your communication, you want to not necessarily write how you speak because mm -hmm. how we speak comes off different on paper. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to make sure that you're formatting it in a manner that one reads well, which is why mm -hmm. you should always read back whatever you write right. and have others read it as well so that they can give you feedback. Um, but it's definitely, you want to create content that when it's read back, it is not interpreted or it can't, it shouldn't have to be interpreted. It can be easily comprehended, which is why you simplify. Don't try to use a bunch of big words. Right. Nice and simple. So then that way the message gets clear and across. Hmm.